Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, January 5th. British Columbia now has a cooling-off period for home buyers, providing three business days to pull out from a purchase after an agreement has been signed. The province is the first in Canada to bring in the protection for buyers of resale and newly constructed homes, although other countries, including France and Australia, have similar provisions. Its introduction follows BC Financial Services Authority's report on improving consumer protection in the real estate market and means that buyers will have extra time to ensure the home purchase is right for them when considering market conditions including interest rates and high-pressure sales. The right to pull out of buying a home in the province comes at a price. Those buyers who use the home buyer protection period, also known as a rescission period, will be obliged to pay the seller a cancellation fee of 0.25% or $250 per $100,000 of the contract price. The provincial government says that other measures recommended by the BCFSA are likely to be introduced in the coming months. The new rule has been criticised by Elton Ash, Executive Vice President of Remax Canada, who believes that it's the wrong measure to tackle the deep-rooted issue of inadequate supply. BMO's Capital Markets Unit was the top arranger of initial public offerings in Canada in 2022, eking out two significant deals in a year when plunging equity prices all but froze the market for companies seeking to sell shares for the first time. Bloomberg reports that Canadian companies undertook 112 IPOs with a total value of $1.82 billion last year, down 85% from 2021's record $12 billion in deals. BMO Capital Markets, which handled two offerings with a total value of $100 $197.6 million last year, previously held the top spot on the Canadian IPO League tables in 2018. The economic uncertainty and geopolitical turmoil that heightened volatility and sent global equity markets into a tailspin last year put investors in a risk-off mood, weighing on the valuations private companies could garner in public markets. Those paying the top rate of personal income tax in Canada's most populated province have been let down by provincial lawmakers, according to a new report. Fraser Institute senior fellow Ben Eisen says that promises made a decade ago that tax increases would be temporary have been broken as successive provincial governments kept the higher rates of personal income tax in place. In a report titled Broken Promises, the Persistence of Elevated Personal and Corporate Income Taxes in Ontario, Eisen and his co-authors highlight that Ontario now has the third highest top combined federal, provincial, state personal income tax rate in Canada or the United States. Those paying the top rate do so at a combined 53.3%, up from 46.4% in 2012. The report says that higher top rate taxes for individuals and businesses negatively impact economic output over time and have harmed growth in Ontario over the past decade. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus sizing up the opportunity in short-term real estate lending, China ESG reckoning, looms for investors, and beyond the hype of crypto assets. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.